Welcome to another episode of Passing Stones with John and Spencer, Swedish John. Today's guest is another one of your sales buddies, and these guys, they're always a good time. Yeah, they're pretty funny, especially this one. Because oh, yeah? uh, you know those people that um, in life, they they just tend to have things happen to them. Oh, yeah. They're just very accident prone. Not accident prone, mm-hmm. but just it's hilarious. Just perhaps, funny stuff happens to them all the time. Perhaps like social incident prone. Yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. Something like that. But the thing is, he's a good sport and he does really well with mm-hmm. it. So. Well, good. And that good sport's name is Trev Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Or right. Trevi Trev. Or Trevi Trev. Trevi Trev to the Swedish John. Yep. And uh, anyway, Trevi Trev, 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 welcome onto the program. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. All right, man. So, uh, you know, we just want to, we're just going to get right into it, man. And uh, our favorite question, uh, where are you from? Good old Brigham City, Utah. Brigham City, Utah. Oh, man. Do you know there's a Chinese restaurant there? Yeah, it's pretty good. Beijing Buffet or the other one? Uh, There's two? I thought it was only Beijing Buffet. Oh, my gosh. Brigham City is on the map. Beijing Buffet. It's it's right. And we mentioned this in a previous podcast, but it's right next to the Frozen Udder, which I still haven't been there yet, but I want to go there. It's the best date place in Brigham City. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait, so how does that go? Do you just ask your girl, hey, you want to go to the Frozen Udder with me? (laughs) Well... When you ask it like that, sometimes you get a no pretty fast. So you, you gotta go. disguise it a little better. You wanna go? You wanna go get some ice cream? Oh, okay. And then they ask you where, and then you bring up the frozen under. Ah, got oh, it. Okay. So could you also disguise the word utter somehow? Like, would you like to have an utterly good date? With you <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. En- enjoying some frozen treats from cows. That's, something like that. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Usually you try how it rolls. And figure something out like that. <laughs> All right. But, um, so tell us just a little bit more. I mean, I think we know a lot of people from Brigham City being up here. I mean, it's only like a 30-minute drive or so from Logan. But, um, still, just tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up in Brigham City. Uh, Brigham City was the best, man. It's just a small enough town that, like, you can mm-hmm. still do some crazy stuff and not get into trouble. Corinne mm-hmm. was our favorite little getaway. Ah. Go out there, do some crazy stuff. Not getting caught by the cops. <laughs> or getting caught by the cops and run away, you know. Right, Two options. yeah. That's Two options it. there. <laughs> Did your diet consist of strictly peaches? Well, considering the stories we'll talk about later, probably, but... There you go. That's what I fear. Um, oh, man. Not quite. It was usually that Chinese food and the... Uh, and the frozen udder, of the course. The frozen udder, and mm-hmm. then... Every once in a while, you venture down Main Street to the north end of town and get a little bit of Peach City or something. But oh, man. There you go. That's where the peaches come back. you got to avoid that place. Right. But Papa Murphy's is right on the other corner. They have the best cookie dough on the planet. Oh, man. Brigham City is the best. I've never, I've had it in other places, but the Brigham City Papa was, Murphy's cookie dough. Okay, I was going to say, it's got to make it sound like Papa Murphy's was exclusive to Brigham City. <laughs> they also have this pizza place. It's called Papa, Papa Murphy's. Murphy's. Brigham City's own. Just, Brigham a, little, City. just a little shot. I don't know if you heard of it. Little mom and papa's place. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh mom, and papa mom and papa place. Murphy's. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we are looking for sponsors. Yep, so papa, papa Murphy's wants to become the exclusive pizza sponsor of Passing Stones with John and Spencer. We will glad you take you, or gladly take you, but um, only if you're the one in Brigham City. Yeah, also, right. I mean, if you sponsor us, we will eat all of your cookie dough. There's n- no problem with that. Well, I, I don't eat without chocolate. Without chocolate. Yeah, without chocolate. Chocolate-free cookie yeah, dough. Yeah, chocolate-free. We're, we're kidney stone-friendly. Which, now I'm here. starting to think that maybe that's how, anyway, that's a different topic. Yeah. But maybe I'll have to sit down and talk <laughs> with you about that. Yeah, 
Yeah, that sounds good. Talk about diets. Yeah. But, you know, um, we'll get to diets, actually, because I kind of want to know this story now. <laughs> but first, we want to we want you to give your hometown a nickname, because we're, we're pretty prideful about ours. We always uh-huh. think ours are the best. I'm from the city of Dreams, Linden, Utah. I'm from, uh, I don't know why I have such a hard time with this every time. It's the land of plenty, bountiful Utah. Mm-hmm. So what is Brigham City to you? You can take time, too. We'll edit this, so... I would say it's got to be the B-Town Babes. There's a lot of babes in B-Town. <laughs> B-Town Babes. The B-Town Babes. Yep. The Babes of the B-Town, babes Brigham, of B-Town City. Brigham City. <laughs> babes of B-Town. There you go. Mm-hmm. Exclusive home of Papa Murphy's Pizza. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, like, I mean, we do, we love our food here, obviously. Like, we love talking about um, Papa Murphy's, other places, and, uh, you know, we're all, uh, we just... We just are curious about people's diets. So, you know, I know there's a story here now. We talked about it, your peach diet and what it might have led to. And honestly, sounding, I mean, from the sounds of it, you're mixing Beijing buffet with peaches. Uh-uh. Doesn't sound like really pleasant endings. But so tell us this story that uh, apparently everyone on USU knows. So the worst is Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> yeah. They don't have peaches at Taco Bell, but keep going. Mm-hmm. So, John, if you want to give a little bit of background, <laughs> tell, us, uh, tell us the start of this story. I'll go ahead and uh, finish oh, okay. her off. All right, so um, as you can tell, so summer sales, for those of you who go out, we all know that it's very legit. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not placed in weird situations. We're not placed in houses where we can uh, be evicted from, even though that's what happened. So right. what I'm trying to say is <laughs> summer sales is sketchy. Um, mm-hmm. We were evicted from our house. Oh, wow. And we woke up that morning expecting to go out to work, and we were not able to go out to work. Our boss mm-hmm. called and said, you're being evicted, so pack up your bags. Anyway, so we, there was four of us in the basement. We ended up moving up to the top of the house. There were just too many mm-hmm. people. So we spent the whole day cleaning. We didn't go work. Then we decided we were going to go work at about 6 o'clock. But before that, we were going to go get some dinner. Mm-hmm. And to preface this, Trev said, no Taco Bell. And we said, <laughs> yes, Taco Bell. <laughs> so we went and got Taco Bell. So, you, you, so I... <laughs> a little more background. We've now nicknamed Taco Bell Taco Hell, and it'll stay that way forever. <laughs> yep. Um, I will never eat there again. Oh, man. So uh, we head to Taco Bell, get those little <laughs> freaking $5 box <laughs> full of, I don't even remember which one it was, probably the Gita Gordita Crunch or whatever the heck yeah. they call it. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? I don't cheesy know. Gordita these, Crunch. These cheesy yeah. Gordita Crunch. These two yeah. very well versed in Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. It. So that like cheesy Gordita Crunch thing and... <clears throat> sit down at the table and I think it was me and four other guys one of the other guys was at our house for some reason helping us clean and sit down we eat our Taco Bell and like, alright now okay it's time to go knock and I was like guys this is not good but I was feeling alright I ate the Taco mm-hmm. Bell I was like alright I'll be good I'm gonna go knock some doors I get dropped off by my by my buddy um, I knock this street I go up the street I got a cell that uh, was serviced for like later that night. So I was doing good. I was feeling really good. I was like, sick, dude. I got a sell today. I'm good. Like, maybe I'll get one or two more. Like, it was like a four hour knocking day. You don't expect to mm-hmm. get much. Well, I go up and down this street and I start to feel it in the uh, bowel <laughs> area. And I'm like, oh man, like, this is bad. So anyway, I just keep pushing through. I'm like, it's fine. It's just a little Push bit it, of gas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it. Yeah, well, we'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'm clenching through it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep keep knocking doors, and I go up and down the street. Well, the way that these neighborhoods are set up, there's always a woodsy area around it. Like, we're in upstate New York, so there's always woods somewhere. But for whatever reason, I decided to go the opposite direction of the woods. So I'm up, I'm knocking <laughs> doors, 
and all of a sudden, boom, it drops from the stomach area <laughs> straight down. <laughs> like, all the way through the intestines right faster the than anything has gone through those tracks ever before in my life. I'm like, okay, so... It isn't the first time I've pooped in the woods. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can just find some woods, take care of business, use some leaves, whatever I got to do. I'll move on. I'll knock the rest of the night. It'll be okay. Like, I'll, I'll clean up when I get home. Oh, well. So I'm running through this neighborhood, going crazy, trying to find some woods. And I come back down the street. This lady got way pissed at me in her house. So I was kind of nervous to go, like, back by it. But I'm, like, waddling, right? Because I'm, like, clenched <laughs> so hard to not let this thing oh, come out. Man. I'm, like, waddling through this neighborhood. And I get <laughs> up to an intersection then goes to the <laughs> left straight to a dead end. But there wasn't very many woods. It, like, went to another part of the neighborhood or right, like, way down the street. So I'm, like, oh, man. Well, right as I get to the intersection, boom. Bowel movement like no other. And it just <laughs> it made releases. Movement. It moved oh, so man. hard. So... How much detail do you want? Hey, Dude, well, here, I'll, I'll tell a little bit of my side of the story, too. So we, we had a group we had a group message going as well. So in, the first text message that I got was uh, all my stomach with, like, the puking emoji. Uh -huh. I was like, I'm not feeling good. And, and to be honest with you, that food doesn't ever upset me, but that Taco Bell was hitting me, too. Oh, that, man. Like, it just was giving me some, like, Okay, pause. This is 40 minutes before the <laughs> incident we're referring to happens. Oh, okay. Oh, 40 wow. minutes. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, anyway, it was in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, if I'm having this, like these stomach problems, I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> then I get a Snapchat from Trev. Oh. <laughs> and it's him sitting on a rock with his phone, <laughs> with his phone at, a, at a distance from himself. He, you can see everything that's down there, and all it says is life. And it's this massive brown spot just right in between his legs. Oh, it was oh amazing. My God. <laughs> so, little do we all know. Okay, actually, we all know. Um, <laughs> I'm walking down the road. Everything comes out. It wasn't just liquid. I promise you that. So I knew I had to get it out of my pants somehow. So I run it. I'm going down the street waddling now. There's no running motion at all anymore. This is complete just walking as slow as I can. A little bit, <laughs> little bit wide. Um, and I, I see this guy's front yard, and it's got kind of a, a rounded tree area in the yeah. front that I'm like, in my head. Now, going back there, totally someone could have seen me if – they were watching, but they would have had to been looking for it. So anyway, I go, oh my goodness, I go in this guy's little front yard area, take my pants down and put my hand like underneath my crotch and flick out any of the solid material. So I get all cleaned up. Well, what I thought was cleaned up, not even close to cleaned up. No. And, um, anyway, dispose of it in his front yard, put some leaves on it, whatever, right? And uh, call my buddy who was going to pick me up, Jaren. I think he was previously uh, hosted on this little podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jaren Bear, good old Jaren Bear. I give Jaren Bear a call. I said, Jaren, I need you to pick me up right now. I pooped my pants. And good old Jaren, innocent, innocent, innocent mind, is over here thinking, okay, like, you, sh you sharded yourself. You're going to have to clean up a little bit. I'll come pick you up in 15 <laughs> minutes. We'll take you to a gas station, get you cleaned up. We'll go knock. But, like, I got a couple people to stop by, right? We're out. We're salesmen. We're trying to make money. <clears throat> so he's like, I got a couple people, people to stop by first. So all of a sudden, he, could, he goes, all right, well, I'm on someone's door. I'll talk to you later. Boom, hangs up. Standing in this guy's yard, butt naked, like hands down to my ankles, poop everywhere, like literally everywhere. Oh, and my I'm like, gosh. 
Jaren, Jaren, like, no, you have to come pick me up, like, right now. So, like, <laughs> he calls me back a couple minutes later. I'm like, Jaren, like, you got to come right now, bro. Like, right now. He's like, why? I was like, Jaren, this is worse than you've ever seen. He's like, all right, dude, I'll be there in five minutes. I got one more house to stop by, and then I'll come right over. <laughs> five minutes, yeah, more like 15. <laughs> so, I'm sitting there on the grass. So, I walk out of this guy's little area, sitting on the grass, and uh, my technician finishes up the job, and I'm on the phone with um jaron trying to get him to come pick me up faster well my technician drives up and like normally when you see your technician like you'll say hello to them hang out for a little bit well my technician <laughs> drives by and i'm sitting on the ground with my whole backside covered in poop <laughs> and i'm like there is no way i'm standing up and having this conversation right now so i act like i'm on the phone i think jaron had probably hung up but i act like i'm on the phone i'm like all right dude so i act like i'm on the phone kind of wave my technician off he drives away jaron pulls up and uh <laughs> he, he sees me and is like, what the heck, dude? Like, what happened? Well, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't know what happened. Just get me home. We are 25 minutes in driving time from our house. So I get I get in the back of his car. He's got a plastic bag that he's like, oh, you can sit on this. I'm like, Jaron, I am not sitting down. So I'm on my hands and knees. Let me tell this part. Because at this point, I called Trev. After he sent the snap, he didn't answer. And then I ended up talking to my friend. He called me back. I ignored the call. Then I called him back. And as I call him, I hear just a bunch of background noise. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm in the back of Jaren's car. I was like, what? He's like, I got poop everywhere. He's like, I'm on all fours. I can't sit on the seat. Jaren's up front with a towel wrapped around his oh face because it smells so bad. So, oh, Jaren had a towel wrapped around his face. He picks me up. He drives about 15 yards. And he goes, dude, I can't handle it. He rolls down all the windows and stops the car. In my head, I'm like, Jaren, don't stop. You just get me home. So, he goes in the back of his car. And for whatever reason, I think it's because we were moving a bunch of stuff around. He had a towel back there. So he takes the towel and wraps it around like he's a part of the Taliban <laughs> and drives 25 minutes home. The towel man. You got me, you got me. Drives 25 minutes home going like probably 25 miles an hour over the speed limit. Got home, showered, and then uh, if you saw me on USU campus last week, I would have been wearing those same pants. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in the washer, cleaned them. Oh, man. Good as new. That is a miracle washer right there. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't get clogged, so we're good. Oh, man, really? But seriously, that is an amazing story. I can pass the stone with that kind of. Like, I pooped my pants in public a couple times, twice on my mission. I talk. If you guys go back, listen to Jake Capp's episode. I talk about an experience kind of similar to that. So definitely check it out. I'm glad we have that stone. But Swedish stone, can you complete this stone? And have um, you ever pooped yourself? I can't. I, yes, I can complete this stone. But I have to tell one more thing about this story. Okay. The, he pooped in that guy's front yard. He uh -huh. went back the next day and sold that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh man, that was pretty good. I mean, they say salesmen are full of crap, and, <laughs> and they. Well, he wasn't think, at that point. Yeah, I don't think it mattered to that guy though. <laughs> no. <laughs> he oh. literally took all of your crap. Yeah, that is all incredible. Of all of it. Probably the only reason. Because that was the only day it wasn't full of crap. All so. right. <laughs> but yes, I can complete this stone. Um. So, I may or may not have been blocked up one time, and so mm -hmm. I decided that I was going to take some laxatives to help, uh, you know. Get things moving. Yeah, yeah, to help relieve the pain. Mm -hmm. And so, this one time, I probably took too much. Anyway, mm -hmm. so I was at my friend's house. You know those teeter hang-up things? You hook your heels in, and you hang upside down to stretch out your back? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm in one of those. Oh my god! And it's facing the wall, so I can't see anything behind me. He walks up behind me and just like starts poking my sides. And I'm like, no, no, no! And that was the day that that happened. So oh, man, and it. At that point, it doesn't travel down towards your legs. Oh, no. It travels up towards your back. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah exactly. poop doesn't uh, travel uphill. Nope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nope. So, oh, yes, man. I can complete that stone. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> complete that stone and then so. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I mean, really, like, I mean, that is some bathroom humor, but sometimes there's no better way to really get to know somebody. And that's kind of, you know, like our next segment in, this, uh, in the show is uh, we want to ask you our get-to-know-you question of the week. And so, I mean, I don't know how much better it can get than that, but um, my question this week kind of goes back to diets in a way. I feel like we live in a world full of sauces, like there's sweet and sour sauce, Chick-fil-A sauce, ranch, barbecue, uh, pasta sauce, like all these things. And I want to know, if you could be any sauce, or if any sauce were to define your life, what would it be, Trev, and why? If I had to be any (laughs) sauce, it would be, so, okay, background, so orange chicken, Panda, Panda Express, Best mm-hmm. stuff ever. Do you guys know you can buy it at Smith's? I did actually. Okay, really? good. Mm-hmm. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I would There's be. A stone pass. There's I didn't stone, know. Yeah. Passed <laughs> it. We got it. We're uh-huh. good. <laughs> I would um, be the orange chicken sauce from Panda Express, and a couple reasons why. I feel like it's a. It's like it's kind of the perfect balance of a little bit of everything, because it has like the little bit. It's almost like a sweet and sour sauce, mm-hmm. where like it's sweet enough that like you want more of it mm-hmm. but then it has like that little bit of it's a of, little like, tangy it's got this like yeah, tangy well, spice it's got it. vinegar in it yeah, yeah like yeah. it doesn't like hit you too hard right to where you're like oh, my mouth's on fire i'm dying like <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to handle this like right like that uh like all those like tabasco sauces or this little like hot sauce stuff right it's a little much sometimes where like no, exactly. hits you a little too hard and you're like <laughs> about to throw up because it's like hitting you, you know. But this little the the Panda Express is kind of a perfect balance of the sweet in life, right? You get a little and bit of that sour, tangy, and the, and the saucy. But every once in a while, you got to throw some spice, right? Mm-hmm. So you get that little bit of extra like kick coming mm-hmm. on the back end. <clears throat> on the back end. <laughs> on the back end. Yes, going back to the back end. Back to the back end. All right, all right. Um, anyway, I like to I like to pattern my life that way. You know, have a little bit of sweet, have a little bit of spicy, have a little bit of the the sauciness in life. Mm-hmm. So if I could be any sauce, I'd be the the orange chicken sauce from Panda Express because mm-hmm. you get that perfect balance of of all the yeah. different attributes. Cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Mine. I think mine would be a little bit different, but kind of similar too. Like I think that I would be a zest, like a mix between a zesty Italian and barbecue sauce. Ooh, all right, okay. Because I mean, like my grandma, uh, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show. My grandma is like one hundred percent Italian, like born and raised in Luca. I came to America or whatever else. Like I am pretty proud of that heritage and whatever. And then uh, at the same time, very American, love America. Barbecue sauce, I feel like kind of you know, maybe mm. it's everything good about America in one simple flavor. And so, <laughs> Kenzie disagrees with me, oh well. <laughs> but, in any case, you know, I just, that's what I would feel like. And then, like, add the zestiness, too, because life really does need just a little bit of kick to keep things interesting, mm-hmm. unique, and just, you know, fun overall. But, Swedish John, what kind of sauce are you going to be? <clears throat> so, I think just to pattern this off of how people get to know me, I'm pretty quiet right up front. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm personable, but I also, uh, I have... a 
aside to me that most people don't know until they get to know me for a while. So I don't have like a specific type of sauce in mind, but we've all had that sauce where like, oh, it's really sweet, tastes really good. And then in like 10, 15 seconds, it hits you like a freight train and it's super hot. You know what I mean? So The afterburn will call it. Yeah, we'll call it the afterburn. The back end's getting you numbered round two. You will feel that twice. But what it is, is it's... um. And, and it's not like I'm fiery or whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's weirdness. Right. So that weirdness hits you a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I kind of like that, you know? And I feel like there are stones kind of come with that, too, that we all kind of talked about, like, that extra kick in life mm-hmm. or that, you know, that thing that just comes as you get to know somebody. Yep. Just something extra about us that, you know, you got to really dig into the sauce to understand. So, um, you know... Sometimes it might be scary for people to dig into the sauce, to really get to know another person, and sometimes it might not even be socially acceptable to do it. And so, you know, that's kind of our next segment here on the show, is uh, we want to know if it's socially acceptable to do something, all right? So this segment is called, Is It Okay To? Basically, Swedish John, he came up with the scenario for you right now, and uh, he's going he's gonna to ask you this scenario with a simple question. Is it okay to do that thing? Swedish John, without further ado... What is your scenario? Are you ready, Trev? I'm ready. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. I'm so ready. So, <laughs> you've seen, um, like, the, I don't, I don't even know what you call them. They're, they're like uh, airplane wing walkers. Like, have you seen them before? Like, they walk out like on... Like, they walk out on the airplane wings uh, and do, like, like tricks do and, like, uh-huh. hang off mm-hmm. of them. Yep, okay. exactly. So, yeah. imagine yourself in that situation, but what you do, you're on an airliner. You're not just on, like, a, whatever they are, like, a, the two-wing planes. You you have a full audience, okay? Mm-hmm. Off on the right side of the plane. You turn around, you look at them, and you're wearing a button-up shirt. So, what you do is you pull a Hulk Hogan, and you just rip that <laughs> shirt off. You start dancing. And then, right before you're about to jump off the plane, you throw the peace sign. You moon them. And then you do a backflip off. Oh, man. Is that Okay. <laughs> all right well my first thought is wow <laughs> um knowing Swedish john and knowing my personality and how how well he knows me i was expecting something along the lines of hitting on a girl <laughs> so my, see that. my mind was like completely different direction um well here's the thing i see you had an audience so <laughs> <laughs> the audience is full of women i'll perform no, just, there you go. <laughs> oh, i think man. uh dude i'm, I'm gonna be honest I don't think that's socially acceptable. Huh. I think that uh, you put the right person in the scenario, like maybe they can pull it off. But with something like like when you're like performing like that, or you're like in a situation where like people are looking up to you, and you're already doing something stupid or crazy or out there, mm-hmm. like to add to the top of that, I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that like you kind of just have to like. There, there's a limit, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, if you push that limit too far by, like... Like, I think pulling the shirt off, like, the little, whole little Hulk, like... Dude, as long as you're big, as long as you've been in the gym... <laughs> got those gains, right? Right. Yeah, dude. It takes me about six months. <laughs> All my close friends, you'll get the joke. You'll get the joke. Yep. Give them give six months. Give them six big. months. I'll, I'll be big enough to do the little uh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan uh, so I think that's, that's probably socially acceptable. Like, you can act like, yeah, dude, I got this going on. Like, I'm jumping off a plane right now. And I think, like... The backflip is just kind of to be expected. Like, uh-huh. if you're going to jump off a plane, like, and you're in a performance, like, walking up and, like, doing a little leap off the plane, like, yeah, not 
not like the coolest thing ever. But then you throw on like the mooning in the middle, and it's like, dude, that's like Swedish John. Like that is like <laughs> the top of the top, like beyond expectation. And so I think like you can, you got, you got to kind of find your balance, I guess you could say. And I think that's pushing it a little bit. Even if you had good far. balance on the plane wing. Yeah, Just I think kidding. it's all right. Then. No, <laughs> I, think, I think it's a little too far. <laughs> a little too far. Now. Yeah. I actually have a question about this. Just a clarification one, because this is actually going to make or break whether or not I uh, think it's socially acceptable, okay? What time of day is this happening at? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, no, this is, uh, so this is a red-eye flight. Okay? Oh, is it? It's a red-eye flight, but it goes into the morning where the sun starts to come up and people okay. are just waking up. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of them might be under the impression that they're just seeing things. Seeing the moon. Yes. Oh. Yeah. See, because here's another thing, all right? So that one's actually okay with me. So just for the fact that I could potentially moon the sun, mm. yeah, <laughs> I would want to do it. I'd create an eclipse, essentially. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the other thing is catching a full moon at noon. So if it's at noon, I think it'd be okay as well. Other okay. than that, no acceptable time to do it. Maybe... You eclipse the moon with the moon. Another thing that could be okay, but <laughs> I think causing a lunar or a solar eclipse would be the most eclipse impressive thing you could the do. The sun <laughs> with the moon, with the moon, or oh with my the God. moon, yeah. with the moon. If that was on the day of an eclipse, that's just what's incredible. <laughs> you mooned an eclipse. How much better could that get? And the and the flight attendants. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They prepared everybody by passing out the yes. sunglasses and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially for me, that would really have to be it. I am whiter than paste. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, I think, you know, I agree with you, though, Trev. Like, in any other situation, not socially acceptable. But if you have the opportunity to moon the sun, I'd go for it. Especially Ooh. from that high up. If you can cause your own eclipse, then it's okay. Nobody would really question it either, I think. No. Like, people uh-huh. would just kind of get that. Oh, yeah. So, that's my feeling. I don't know, Swedish so, Do you feel any different? I just think it'd always be socially acceptable, <laughs> purely based on the fact that it's hilarious, and people need to develop humor, right? And, and just and just right. appreciate it, man. You exactly. know exactly, exactly. See, in the end, I'm gonna say that's a stone pass. There we so, go. Uh, yeah, that is a stone pass. Even if it was a little one, it just was a still little passed. guy. Yeah, just like what happened last week. Just a little one. Just a little <laughs> guy. Oh man, but you know, I do feel like. I feel like we have passed uh, enough stones now, even those little ones, <laughs> that, you know, Trev, we know we know enough about your life. We know exactly how it's going to play out. And that's why, in this part of the show, we're going to write you an obituary and uh, tell you exactly how we think your whole life is going to pan out, <laughs> which this one's going to have a lot of twists and turns, I think, really similar to, like, Jaren's, where... And very similar to your bowels. Yeah, very similar <laughs> to your bowels. <laughs> twists and turns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to take a quick break right here, and... Uh, We'll be right back after this free ska music. Welcome back. Uh, Trev, hope you enjoyed your wait. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was a little awkward. Oh, well. Awkward silences are a great way to preface an obituary, oh, especially yeah. when where he's this scared. So you know what? Um... Mine, I just feel like it's going to fail in comparison to your Swedish Giants because you know I'm a lot better, and you were, no. writing, you were writing quite a bit over there. I was really impressed, actually. You know, it's mm-hmm. and they, I still haven't even finished it, but I know the rest of it in my head, so right. we're fine. So you know what? Yeah, I will go first, and uh, yeah, we'll, just, we'll see how you feel, all right? Deal. So mine says, 
Trevi Trev, the Trev Reynolds, has officially passed on at the ripe old age of 177 after breaking his commitment to never eat at Taco Bell again. It's possible he went senile. In any case, he topped the Taco Bell off with Brigham City's own Papa Murphy's cookie dough, frozen utter ice cream, Beijing buffet, and a prime babe town or bee town babe peach. The combination of foods forced his belly to implode from the inside. His final, his final words were, "Never be afraid to add a little kick to your life, unless that kicks from Taco Bell." Amen. 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 All right. Amen. That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, are you feeling feeling a little better now? A little less scared, or does that just kind of get you a little bit more scared for what Swedish John has to say? <laughs> I think that just riled me up a little bit for what's coming. <laughs> All right, we right, ready? That was perfect. All right. Here we go. Trevor McDingleberry Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> Prince of Poops, <laughs> died on the 32nd of December after having realized that it was in fact January 1st. <laughs> Upon eating a copious amount of peach fruit snacks, Taco Bell brand of course, <laughs> he became delirious sending him into a fit of rage. He ran to the store, bought Eggo waffles, went home, stuck them in the toaster, ate a bowl of cereal, <laughs> left the milk in the bowl all day long, <laughs> ate a cosmic brownie, and fell asleep. Once he awoke, <laughs> once he awoke, he realized he left the Eggos in the toaster and found them burned. <laughs> to dispose of the remains, he walked to the neighborhood park to throw them into the porta potty. <laughs> As he opened the door, he slipped and fell, dropping his iPad into the porta potty. But not only that, he himself fell in, and thus he drowned in the true sauce of which he should um, consider himself to be. Amen. That's <laughs> probably something. Oh my god. But. <laughs> Yeah. Not, I mean, the blue sauce, not the, not not the blue sauce, yeah. No, no, it was the blue sauce. Oh, okay, okay. Not the other sauce. <laughs> right, right. But, you know what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Sounds like my summer. Sounds like your whole summer. That was your whole summer, man. Summer oh, becoming your man. life. That was awesome. <laughs> There's literally tears in my eyes. <laughs> but, Ooh. you know, tears... Tears are a good thing, and uh, especially as we end a program, we hope that we gave you some kind of emotional reaction, be that funny or whatever else. And now we want to give you, Trev, the opportunity to do the same for our audience. Um, and so what we mean by that is we just want you to offer up your words of encouragement. So just anything you want to say in closing, it can be discouragement or encouragement. Just just encouragement, man. Just encouragement, general encouragement, words for encouragement's sake. So uh, what do you want to say to our audience, man? Dude, honestly, like... I, I don't know if they have, like, a little between the between the stones or whatever, but we were talking earlier just, like, amongst the little group and <clears throat> just been thinking about a lot lately, like, just being willing to go for it. Um, I don't know how many people listen to this or are religious or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, someone I look up to a lot, Elder Bednar, came to Utah State, and um, he shared something that hit me really hard, and it's something that's going to drive the rest of my life and should drive yours as well. He said, uh, and he was talking about relationships and like finding the relationship you want and those type of things. Um, but to me, I like to apply it to my life, I guess you could say, and like what you want to create of yourself and what you want to create in your life. He said, uh, you don't find the relationship you want, you make it. Hmm. And so I think the biggest thing like, and, and takeaway, um, 
that I would give in like words of encouragement is just like, you don't find the career you want. You don't find the life you want. You don't find the college class you want. You actually create it yourself. That in whatever situation you're in, if you put forth the right amount of effort, that you can create what you want. So go create it. Go on. I like that. That's kind of kind of how we started this show. Even we it just, is. We found something and we did it. And you know, sometimes yeah, you can't find the stone, so you create the stone. And sometimes you have to wait for the stone. Sometimes you gotta wait for the stone, but it'll always come as long as you remain true to passing. Exactly. Said stones. Stones. So you know what? Even until next time, yo paso piedras. Yo paso And together we are passing stones with John and Spencer. Good night, Logan. Hey, <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. <laughs>